Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. This show is all about the digital nomad lifestyle coupled with family topics. We'll also discover other lifestyle optimization strategies for good measure. Follow these tips and tactics to design a life with more freedom, excitement, and greater joy. Subscribe here for interviews with digital nomad families, entrepreneurs who might still be contemplating to have their own family one day, families who are on a gap year, and many others. Thanks for joining us today. Um, today it's Natasha, uh, also a digital nomad mom, who's uh, with me on the show. Hi, Natasha. How are you? Hi, Julia. And yeah, I'm very good. It's a bit early here. That's why you don't see much light. It's uh, 6.30 in oh. Spain. <laughs> I know. This is the perks and, uh, well, or maybe the the downsides of uh, time zone, time differences. But uh, yeah, very grateful that you're taking your time even that early, especially as a mom, time is valuable. So let's dive into straight into your story. Maybe you can tell a little bit about you, yourself, what you're doing and yeah, anything people might want to hear. <laughs> so yeah, I'm Natasha, I'm a French mom. And I left France already 10 years ago, and I became a digital nomad more or less seven years ago, so almost 10 years. Uh, as a digital nomad, I started because I, I just love traveling. This is the passion of mine. Uh, so I, I started to travel the world. I, I had a like, normal job uh, in Germany for three years, and after three months, I, it was not really for me. So I continued to save money, but I knew that I was going to travel the world. Uh, and then I, I went to, after traveling the world, I went to China and that's where I started my digital nomad lifestyle. Um, I started working online as an online French teacher. And at that time, like, I was, it was good on the freedom part, the fact that I was able to work from my laptop, which was uh, what I wanted. On the income side, well, the pay was not that high, so it's good to start, but would not recommend it for long term. And, and yes, that's how I started. And now I have built uh, different businesses so that I can work from home and be with my daughter. Basically, I spent most of my time with my daughter and I work a few hours a day. Okay, cool. That's an interesting journey. And um, so when you say you started in China and then um, what happened next? I mean, uh, then you realized it's not enough money, but well, many out there do so too. But how did you make that shift to say, okay, I need to do something and what do I need to do? <laughs> um, so I, I never thought, to be honest, I never thought it was not that much money because I'm someone who doesn't like what I like is I like traveling and I really think that you can travel at any budget mm -hmm. uh, so I never thought well it's um, yeah, it's not enough money but for me my value is really time mm -hmm. so basically <laughs> it was too much time in front of my computer and not enough with my daughter mm -hmm. so that's what I I understood, okay, this is not for me, plus this was good for a few years, but the enjoyment was not there anymore when I was uh, teaching, which is, I mean, it's good for me and for my clients, it's important 
that you enjoy what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started uh, doing other things. Basically, from China, I went back to Europe. I wanted to be closer to my family. So from China, I went back to Europe. I'm now in Spain. And I, because Spain is quite a good country if you want to invest, uh, to be honest, because it's, uh, it's affordable. The prices are affordable to invest. So I invested in a property that I'm doing as vacation rental. So that's one of my uh, income stream is a vacation rental like business. Mm -hmm. And it's become totally passive right now because I have a property manager who is handling the like, cleaning, check-in, check-out. I just do the messaging, which is possible from my phone <laughs> with my daughter, so no problem, uh, thanks to WhatsApp. And so yeah, that's one thing. And then I was in a lot of groups on Facebook, basically. How I'm building my businesses, my businesses is I see needs. And I also think, okay, what I like doing and what I could help others uh, doing regarding those needs. So I was in a lot of uh, Facebook groups for people who have vacation rental. And I saw that marketing was not very, like, their strong point. They didn't really know mm. how, to, yeah, how to market themselves. And I mean, you're a social media uh, manager or strategist so i guess you know what it is like a lot of people have no idea how to use social media and because i am kind of a nerd for this i really love to check all the new digital marketing strategies on youtube and i studied this in fact i studied uh, business in uh, in college so i was okay like what can i do to help them and it's something that i i love doing and i have uh, knowledge so that's how i built another business on uh, not so just social media, but all digital marketing, mm -hmm. uh, but for vacation rental owners. So that's because it's what I'm doing. So I was helping them as well be more present. And it is something that in fact with COVID was very, very important because um, Airbnb was not handling this crisis very well. In fact, they, had, they have no idea if you check the news they have no idea how to handle this crisis. They just take one decision after the other, hoping that it will be good. But for us, it's not good. So a lot of people wanted to have more independence. So that's why uh, they go for my services, either done for you or done with you or um, do it yourself with the courses that I have. Mm -hmm. So this is one another business I have. And now I'm focusing much more, which is the passion of mine, which is something I always did, but I never did it as a business. I did it with friends. It's like uh, confidence and mindset coaching to push people. And I really say push because sometimes people need to be pushed to live their dreams. So I help people like yeah, who want to be like us, who want to be digital nomads mm -hmm. and who don't really know how to. They already have a business, but they want to scale it to be able to do it and yeah to break out the blocks and fears that they have okay very interesting and may i ask if you have so many different income streams um which is by the way a smart thing to do i think most of us um have the same situation like you um and i'm asking because i currently um well, only recently uh, employed two people because before i was simply struggling with all the things i tried to have all the balls in the air and then i i uh, I think I also 
from a from a uh, seminar that I went to on the event where someone said, the minute that you decide that you cannot do everything your, yourself, that's when you're actually scaling your business, and that's when you're um, yeah upgrading and yeah scaling your business. So um, are you? You already said you have a property manager. Um, how how about the other parts? Do you have help in yes. other areas? Yeah, the same. And that's, in fact, one of the things that I teach in my program for people who want to be digital nomads families, because I think it's, it's a very, very, very important part. And it's, of course, there is a technical uh, thing, but it's also the mindset I know for me and maybe for you as well, for a lot of people, I think it's, you think, yeah, but will they do it as, as well I'm doing? But at the end, our time is limited. We have just 24 hours in the day. When you are a mom, where like you have a family, then the time is even more limited. Yeah. Uh, depending on what you want to do, you can also, be, of course, be 10 hours on your computer. But I guess it's not the point to travel. Um, and that's why, like, I think it's it's very important. So yes, um, in fact, for me, for the property management, for instance, it was I had like I was forced to do it. Uh, until the moment I was not forced to do it, I was still thinking, it's okay, I can do it myself because the properties that I have, this is not this one, it's another one. But, and it's not, it's not super far. It's like maybe one and a half hour from here. So I would go there, clean, wait for the check-in and everything. Yeah. But then I got a good booking, very good booking for when I was planning to be in Brazil. So there was either... I was taking the booking and I could not do it myself or I was just uh, refusing the booking and losing the money. Right. So that's how I decided to hire my property manager. And now, even though I came back from Brazil, this was this winter we were in Brazil, I, I was like, no, <laughs> this is fine. He's doing it for me. It's so convenient, you know, like I think once you cross it, you see how, how good it is, you know, like you, I just sent a message, is it okay if a reservation for this date? Can you do it? Yeah, okay, well, they will arrive late, that's fine. Yes, that's fine. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> booking accepted. <laughs> so, and for the other business, for social media, it's done for you is uh, usually social media management, also Google Ads uh, management. Yes, I have experts who do it. So, for Google Ads, I have an expert for social media. I have another expert who is doing it, mm -hmm. um, outsourcing those parts, yes. Yeah, I think, yeah, again, that's a smart thing to do. And sometimes, yeah, we need a little push or, um, or else we, we go crazy. And then on the other um, part, like um, the family part, you say you have one daughter. How old is she? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, so yeah, you have also a toddler. Um, do you uh, do something special with your daughter, like uh, going to play groups with her? How do you manage... Um, that she gets social contact, uh, especially when you travel. Uh, let's talk about this a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, well, thanks to our dear COVID, uh, those social contacts or social activities have like reduced quite a lot. Like before, every day, every day we had activities. So before COVID, um, we had every day there were groups. She was going to music and art classes. She was going to uh, like world schooling or homeschooling meeting in the forest uh, by the beach on Friday um, 
and there was one meeting which was normal uh, meetup just with other like um, toddlers and yeah or i would meet up with friends so this was before covid um, right now uh, we basically just meet up with friends because we have also kids mm -hmm. uh, like the activities are limited right now uh, and i think we we just go to the playground there is a lot of like my daughter is very 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 social so we go to the playground and then she doesn't know people and then she will hold their hands and they will go <laughs> play by themselves so yeah but what what we are doing usually right now we are going um from october or from like end of october we are going to start again traveling around europe or around spain because again <laughs> uh, so and we are looking for families who are in different parts so basically we don't plan the trip uh, for us and then we find activities we plan the trip around our daughter's needs mm -hmm. so that we can find places where there will be other families yeah. and to do um, yeah with her usually we were we are doing with work away which is a platform where you can like volunteer and even though like because right now I was saying okay do we do work away where we have to work um, like half of the day to volunteer or do we just take an Airbnb and that's it but in Airbnb you don't have this um, exactly. this family environment that you could have with work away so even though I could do the Airbnb. I prefer to go volunteer in one place so that my daughter and we are always looking for people who have families, who have kids the same around the same age, so that my daughter is in, in an environment where there are other kids. Hmm. I think this is also one uh, extremely important uh, point to, to discuss and also be aware of before you start your your travels with the family or digital nomad lifestyle as a family because um, social contact and other kids in, at the same age is so important. Um, as soon as my eldest turned two, uh, I, I realized that he needs friends. He needs to be uh, amongst his uh, own age. And uh, we did exactly the same like you. We were not looking anymore at the map where, which country we would like to visit. No, in which country are actually other digital nomad families like us um, because it's also important that it's not normal families uh, they usually send their children to to the uh, childcare, uh, kindergarten school whatnot and um, right now we are in a really lucky position to be on Koh Phangan in Thailand where this island seems to be full of digital nomad families and every day we are surrounded by multiple families and um, children don't go anywhere else but they play at the beach, they go to the pool together and that's all they have to do. It's playtime all day long. So no appointments, which is so nice and which is so um, strange for other people to hear because usually at three, three and a half years uh, of age, um, you usually send your child into a kindergarten, right? And, and then your playmates are there and not uh, outside of the institution. Um, yeah, I mean, this is... Um, it's uh, and i and i realized that it is it has become more and more popular to uh and i'm very grateful 
for knowing that there are existing communities around the world. I could name a few places. I'm sure you know also places where to go. It's not only like in sing singular spots anymore, but there's like a, yeah, it's a movement. And, and, and that's a reassuring that we're, <laughs> we're not alone in this. <laughs> we're not crazy outcasts. <laughs> I think we, thanks to internet, we can find, like, it's very, like, on Facebook, you just write, okay, like, in, in the search, like, expats in, or, like, yeah. here it's called Dreams and Babies uh, yeah. in Valencia. So it's not only, like, I understand your point that you're looking just for digital nomads, because, yes, otherwise they would send them to school. But some, like, a lot of people here don't send, like, a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, a small portion uh, of people will not send them to school, even though they are not digital nomads. Uh, so, so yeah, we we find families, and then anyway, well, it's easy because when you see who is at the playground <laughs> in the day during the day. Yeah, what are they doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we I I got always asked. Oh, she's not going to school. No, she's not. First, she's young. Second, she will not anyway <laughs> afterwards, but, <laughs> but yeah, she's not going to school. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, um, there's also, I feel like there's a, a big notion of um, not sending your child to, to school, at, at least at a certain age or for a certain age group when they're younger still, um, which I find very interesting to, to observe. And um, yeah, we'll see how it goes um, when our children have to face the school topic <laughs> yeah. but I think that I don't know for your kids but I think when you really like if you go like most of the time with your child and then you follow what they want to learn I, I mean with my daughter she cannot write the letters but she can like use something to draw the letter yeah. uh, since like a few like a few weeks she recognize the letter so I think they're always basically before like they were like mm. like achieving what she w should achieve at the end of four she can achieve it right now so i think the school topics will be fine yeah so, uh, as long as they have interest and you put the learning with the interest i think it's, it's totally fine Absolutely. you don't need to learn mathematics on the paper you can learn it with the rocks on the floor so <laughs> exactly that's how i feel too <laughs> very cool um so oh um, one one question that you already, I mean, already uh, touched a little bit, but if, you, if someone is listening now and has not uh, started traveling or living like a digital nomad family, what would you say um, are the obstacles for you that you're facing? Maybe also go a little bit into time management throughout the day and remote working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, the obstacle is it's uh, to find the time to build your business. Uh, as I said, as early as possible, if you can find people to help you, this is very helpful. Don't think that you can do everything yourself because mm. you cannot. Um, so yeah, I think the time, as you say, like the time is one of the of the biggest obstacle. But like. For the last two days, I decided to wake up early. <laughs> so it's not only just for the podcast that I'm waking up <laughs> early. I was going to wake up early anyway. And it's it's uh, very, um, how to say, like, it's free, it frees my mind, you know, like, because 
uh, before I would think, oh yeah, I have to do this and this. But then if you do it like two hours before she wakes up, then it's it's better so that after you can like be more have the full energy to be with her and not speak think about okay I have to do this and this and this today <laughs> like to not done and she doesn't want to play alone. Um so yeah I think like the biggest obstacle when you want to build it because at the beginning like we can talk about passive income we can talk about a lot of things like right now Oh, a lot of my things are passive but we have to know that passive doesn't come in one day you know like it's not like okay yeah i got all this money today <laughs> without doing anything very passive no you have to work at the beginning you have to make yeah. it work you have to be consistent you have to trust uh, that you will succeed and not give up so at the beginning it takes work so you have yeah to have the time uh, block for this yeah absolutely uh, i think a lot of obstacles are in our mind i think a lot of things we think yeah but this and this and this hmm. don't there is never a right moment so we just have to do it we just have to start and see how it goes and take the plane ticket and that's it okay. <laughs> you will figure it out the way <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I, I partially agree on this because sometimes I feel it's a lot easier if people go out there with already a business set up. Um, when, I, when I started, I did it exactly like you. I also started 10 years ago and then on the way I built all my, my businesses up and uh, I learned it the hard way. It works, but it's really also not necessary. So if you're now listening and thinking, oh, I would like to start next year when this crazy COVID time is over, then use this time now to actually work on your business uh, and create a, a client base and have a strategy laid out in front of you and not, uh, because travel planning is also a big chunk of, uh, of your time that you will have to invest when you're out there. Um, unless you have... Um, a passport that allows you to stay in a country for uh, as long as you want to but I don't think this passport exists so most of us we have to go after three months until, unless we have residency in a, in a country and uh, yeah this makes it makes it stressful so if you have all these uh, to do's uh, in your head and then um, I feel like now that everything is running smoothly on the on the business side I can enjoy much more the leisure time and um, like you just said I mean yeah, you have to put in the work first and preferably do it while you're still at home. <laughs> that, that's just my, my two cents on this. <laughs> I, I say this because I know a lot of people, they will always, they will never go because they will always think, okay, I, can, I need a bit more money, I need to build more. And then you wait for your 50. So yeah, that's, that's a fair point. It's like having children. It also never is the, is the right moment. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> okay, this is for my sister listening. <laughs> she wants five years. <laughs> Her boyfriend told her, you have five years to, to be with the right moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then again, it's everyone. It's up to everyone else. I mean, to each person individually. Uh, but... Um, yeah, just do it is really a good motto to live by, I think. <laughs> um, 
just maybe one last question before I wrap up here. Um, if you can design one perfect day, how would that look like? So that we can, yeah, mm -hmm. walk us through. Yeah, well, the perfect day and something we love to do for us is just going to the beach, going to meet other people, have picnic together, uh, the kids play together and we enjoy good food. <laughs> And yeah, or like then we can we enjoy also going to the like nice vegan restaurants. So this would be also part of the perfect day. Basically, my perfect day is very simple. I just like to meet my friends. I like to be yeah be with other people, play, be at the beach or at the mountain, like in a natural environment, and and yeah, just have fun because yeah. Of just one life <laughs> <laughs> yeah awesome i like this and this is all all what it's about i mean uh, a simple life is so much more fulfilling than a life that is packed with appointments and uh, a busy schedule so i'm totally on the same page with you on this one as well <laughs> okay cool thank you so much natasha for taking your time and for getting up so early again <laughs> If people want to uh, reach you, where can they reach you? Mm -hmm. Well, they can reach me on Facebook. My name is, I'm sure you will put the, the link in the comment, but it's uh, Natasha Palm. Uh, yeah, the link will be in the comments. I'm also, I have also my own groups for online boosts for people who want to travel uh, and who want to boost their business to do this. And yeah, just send me a direct message if you have any question after the show. I'm happy to like point you in the right direction. I'm usually working with people who already have a business. So if you don't, don't hesitate to reach out to me or to Julia. Mm -hmm. And just uh, I will direct you to someone who can help you do the first steps. Perfect. Thanks so much. That sounds great. I hope uh, everyone who has listened today um, got some new um inspirational aspects and a new angle to look at things it's always uh great to hear other people's stories i find then we we can adapt it to our needs and to our current situation so it's a, i'm a very grateful to hear other people's story this is also why i'm um initially uh, started with the podcast because it's uh, it's so much fun to know that other other crazy people are out there like us <laughs> so yeah thanks for listening everyone uh, thanks again natasha and i hope everyone is having a great day and uh, tune in for the next episode which is coming up soon and take care bye bye everyone <laughs> bye